Sooners and the Mountain Men coming up tomorrow morning, 11 a.m. tip. It's like an OU football game tomorrow, teach. And the uh, the man on the other mic is the governor of the great state of West Virginia, Tony Caridi. Good morning, Tony. How are you today? Toby, I'm wonderful. How are you? I'm doing good. Looking forward to seeing you again, my friend. Yeah, it's always good. And as you said, 11 a.m. start for you guys, which uh, is not convenient for fans, but always enjoyed by the uh, visiting team so they can get home quick. <laughs> You'll be back in your living room with Charles Barkley. Is that his name? That's, yes, he just completed his walk. He's done. Yes, yes. By dinner right. time. You and Chuck will be back on the couch by dinner time tomorrow. Yeah. Well, um, how surprised were you, if at all, with the Larry Harrison news yesterday? I'm very surprised, um, quite honestly. I was over there at 2 in the afternoon and doing our TV stuff and didn't hear a snicker of it or a word of it. And then at 4 o'clock our time, uh, it came down. So um, unusual, obviously, to happen at this point in the season. And um, as Hugs said in the release, you know, you wish him the best and uh, you make a move. Obviously, things aren't sitting well here, um, 0-4. Uh, in the conference and have struggled, you know, in the last couple of years uncharacteristically. And so um, we'll see if anything changes going forward now. I understand you're in a sensitive position, so feel free to pass. But as far as you know, is this just related to the play on the court or is there something else going on there? I don't think there was nothing off of the court, no. There was no no issues. There's not going to be any you know, story that comes out about anything, you know, um, illegal or unjust or anything like that. I, I just think that at this point um, it's probably more philosophical than anything else. Great non-conference run for West Virginia. Like Oklahoma, they have struggled early in Big 12 play. What has been the issue so far in conference play for them? Or is it just, hey, this is a tough conference? I think it's both. Um, I think, you know, looking at your results and looking at our results, I think that we're kind of together. And to be honest with you, I think Baylor was also in the same boat where when they came in, they were 0-3, and you could make a very strong case that they should have been 2-1, close losses. And the same thing with you guys. Um, And I think the same with us. You know, losing to start league play at K-State, you had it. You know, you're up big and you don't finish. Oak State. You come back to get the lead, and we, we literally gave that game away when Eric Stevenson um, was you know, fouled out of the game. He had a technical foul. and So they're really super close, but as you know, in this league, uh, close does not matter, and no one cares <laughs> because, you know, from top to bottom, it's going to be just really, really good every single time you go out there. And so uh, you're sitting here at 0-4, and you're just saying woulda, coulda, shoulda, but you better get something going because, you, as you said, you know, they, they blipped into the national rankings. They got into the 24th spot right before conference play started, and we're off to a good run. Their only losses at that point were um, Purdue and at Xavier, and so those were good losses, and so far, you know, have not had anything positive happen in league play. Um. What, in your mind, does this team do best? And what, in your mind, would you say is their weakness? Well, the weakness, 
you know, our program is defined by defense and defined by rebounding. That's what the staple has been with hugs. And they don't defend well enough. Last year, they were god-awful in defense. And this year, they're not as good as they can or should be or need to be. So I think that's probably it. And then the biggest thing at this point, um, Toby, as far as shooting the ball goes, you know, this team was shooting the ball really, really well non-conference. But since coming into the league, I mean, it's stunning how badly they've shot the ball because you thought, okay, they made, you know, like you guys went heavy portal and got nine new faces on here. That could change it. And they were averaging, you know, um, you know, 70s and scoring the ball well, shooting the ball well. And since we started in the league play, we're dead last in field goal. We're dead last in scoring, I think it is, and dead last in three-point percentage, and just it's all going awry. So I think that what we're seeing right now, we're experiencing regression. But I think we went from so, you know, shooting it well to so rock bottom. At some point, it's going to trend back to the middle where it's going to find itself. So I don't think we end the season as the worst shooting team from three because I think we have guys that can make them. But at this point, they're they're in a uh, they're in a low point. Tell me more about Eric Stevenson. Um, you mentioned the OSU game. He's an interesting guy. It, very good shooter, or at least on the season has been. Difficult cover at his size, mm-hmm. um, and and yet enigmatic. It seems like Hugs has been frustrated with him at times. Uh, tell me more about this guy. Well, fourth school. And played at Wichita with your guy for a season and um, has been around. So he went Wichita, he went Washington, he went South Carolina, now he's at West Virginia, the new world that we're living in, fourth school. Uh, I like him a lot. Um, Super energetic, but at times has struggled to control that emotion. So it's a classic case like all of us. Um, your greatest strength is also your greatest weakness. Energy and talking is what gets him revved up, but energy and talking is what got him into trouble and has gotten him into trouble. He has fouled out of three of the first four Big 12 games, and he had not had a foul out in any of the games previous to league play starting. He's a guy that you need on the floor. He can score it in bunches. He is one of those guys that has regressed back. He's shooting almost, he was shooting almost 50%, like 48 or 49 from three, like going into the league. And that just wasn't his career. Um, if you just take a look at his career numbers, he's not a 48% shooter. No one is, right, from three. But he now has gone into a, a total funk, and it's going to come back. He'll come back out of it. You know, if you're West Virginia, you're hoping it starts tomorrow. But at some point he'll get back. But Long answer to your relatively short question is that as he goes is how West Virginia will go, I think, for the rest of the season. He's that one guy that can score it in bunches. It is amazing how many former Greg Marshall Wichita State Shockers we run into around the country. I mean, they, when we got, you mentioned we got one. Everybody seems to have a former Wichita State <laughs> player on their team. Yeah, and you know, the funny thing is, um, when I was doing my notes last night on your guy, Grant, um, like I have this computer software system that I use, 
And so I'm doing your no- I'm doing your notes, and his name comes up, so I click on the notes box, and all of the notes box were filled. It was all filled, and I went like, you played "Where'd that already. come from?" And then so I had to do the research, and I go back and I said, "Oh, he was at the notes transferred over from when he was at Wichita." So in fact, we played Eric Stevenson when he was at Wichita. We met those guys in Cancun, and he put twenty some on us. Uh, back then, but that was like eons ago, and it's just so bizarre. You're right. I mean, you just run into these guys, and they're from all over the place. That's a professional play play-by-play play guy right there, TJ. I mean, he's got his notes transfer over season to season from school to school and everything. That's unbelievable. That's next-level preparation well, right there. I do, Toby, I didn't want to bring it up, but it is about time that we move away from Sharpies and Manila folders for you. <laughs> The highlight um, of his years is Office Depot trip. I love hey, Don't take that from him. You know what? You say that, but like my big thing every year is also to go to Office Depot and get my oh, big glue best. stick and my new set of Sharpies. It oh, is a, it's, it's a good best. moment. I don't sleep the night before if I know I'm going to Office Depot. <laughs> Most important. It sounds like I'm. Uh, you know, keys to the game is what I'm going to ask you. It sounds like shooting the basketball. What's What's the most important thing tomorrow against Oklahoma? The deep dive on you guys, and this is a carryover from Lon Kruger, is that you guys don't foul. And <laughs> West Virginia. Forget that. I mean, you don't put people on the line. Yeah. And just doing the analytics. You guys don't put people on the line. And that was true West, until Big, play, Big 12 play started. Now okay, uh, well, we, are at, we are, I think we lead the world in fouling now. But, yeah, that okay, was well, that's true. good. Keep it, keep it going, at least for another day. That would be fine. So, Interesting stat is that West Virginia has gotten to the line more in league play in the last five years than anybody else. And so we have to get to the line as an offensive ingredient. And unfortunately, we haven't made them so far, uh, but we were at 72% before league play started. So the fact that if you don't foul, that's a huge part of this game. Plus, um, you know, I really love the way you guys are playing and you're patient and you pass the ball well. Your Kansas game, you know, I was sitting there watching it and going like, you know, it's just like it's well fundamentally well done and very, very solid. As coaches would say, they run really good stuff. And so I think I was really impressed with you guys. So it's just a bad matchup uh, if you don't foul, to be quite honest with you. Yeah, you've hit on the stat of the game, I think. Oh, uh, Kansas shot 31 free throws in the second half on Tuesday cool. against us. So uh, I think that it, you're right. West Virginia gets to the line. If they are able to do that Saturday, Oklahoma's in trouble. If they're not, West Virginia might be in trouble. Uh, by the way, before we let you go, TJ, did you know there is a kiosk on the concourse of the <laughs> WVU Coliseum? where fans can take a photo with a digital Tony Caridi. Wow. That's when how you big get time that? this guy is. Uh, it's unknown whether I have a seat to broadcast the game from tomorrow. <laughs> Unbelievable how big time this it's, guy is I have in West Virginia. Two things. I, 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 we did that video before the season started. I still haven't seen the kiosk, but our, our good buddy at Kansas, Brian Haney, saw it, and he sent it out on our group chat. So, ha, ha, ha. But anyway... My disappointment on this trip is the fact that because it's an early game, mm. I'm not going to have a chance to get to go to our Tiffany's. favorite back in, yeah, our breakfast place. We, we've, we've enjoyed going there the last two or three trips, 
and unfortunately, it's going to be too early. So that's a miss well, on our say, part. You can get up 6.30 and get there if you'd like. Oh, I know they'll be I, there, but you know how that goes. I got you. Know you. Goes. I got you. Tony, thanks, man. Appreciate it. Safe travels, and uh, we'll see you tomorrow. All right, man. Take care. Thanks for the time. Tony Caridi, voice of the Mountaineers. Quick break. We'll be back.